Welcome back to Chaos and Jill. I bring the chaos. I bring the chill. And today we're doing a limited edition release of this podcast. We're refilming the intro for it. This was supposed to be our podcast calling Let's Get the Messy Shit Out of the Way. It was supposed to be released the day before we had a event that we were going to back in February. And we're here to talk about it really briefly. What would you like to say about it? It was messier than we thought. (laughs) (laughs) It was. messier than we were prepared for. Um, now, here's the thing you guys probably know about us. We're some transparent fuckers. But what we don't want to do is give platforms to people that don't deserve it. Yeah. So, what we want to focus on is sharing with you what we were excited about and talking about the funny, messy things that we had. What was the highlight of going to the event for you? I mean, I will say it was seeing Laura and Levi again and then meeting a few new people. Misha. Yeah, Misha. We love Misha. And Casey. And Casey. And Athelia. Mm-hmm. Alethea. 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 I probably oh, said that wrong. Goodness. I don't know. We had some drinks while we were there. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's Alethea. Yep. Like... Just a great bunch. Weston and Sarah. Weston and Sarah. That was a great time. Just people we wouldn't have met otherwise. I think the highlight for me was actually going to the museum. I mean, yeah. Doing a lot of the things we did while we were there. Um, I think we could probably make an entire podcast about the museum. And I think it would be um, a really positive one to do with Laura and Levi. Mm Mm-hmm. But one of the things I did want to talk about was something that I learned at through that experience is, actually, I didn't even realize this. You want to maybe spin around for me? Honey, what does your shirt say? What does that shirt have to do with the event? Everything. And nothing <laughs> at the same goddamn time. Mm-hmm. So, it wouldn't be talking about the messy shit without talking about one of the videos that I had posted. I had posted a video completely unrelated to the event and had more to do with the fact that I was really approaching my burnout breakdown. I think that was probably the start of the breakdown. Yeah. Uh, breakdown for me is not like I had a mental break. Like, it's that's not what I mean. I just became so done with everything. And I posted a video talking, what happened, you see what had happened was, I had gone to work and somebody had brought up the um, Yahoo News article about the drama on TikTok. And I was just so goddamn over it. I couldn't scroll TikTok. The stress of work and life and but it when wasn't... you go to find like the disconnect so to speak, your your happy place, and it's not so happy. It's flooded with... And it wasn't even just small business TikTok. It was everything. I was inundated with constant drama. It's because the algorithm saw that you were looking at drama. Yeah, part of it was my fault. pushed the drama. And it just seemed to, like, multiply in the space of, like, 24 hours. And that was really hard to get out of um but for me the other thing that triggered or or started the 
removal or, or the, the push for me to really make a change was when someone filmed my panic attack. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things I could say about that, but what, what went through your head when you saw that? Um, I was disgusted, for starters. Now, in hindsight, I wish I was quicker at thinking on my feet because it would have been glorious. But we won't go into that. For me, it wasn't even... It was the fact that I just seemed to be... I'm a content creator. I'm not somebody's content. And there's, there's... Topics that we could get into about being in public places and being filmed, but and, and like, yes, there's freedom of speech and there's, you know, all of those things, but filming a moment like that, no matter who you are or why you chose to do that, for me, that was exploitative, done for the intent to humiliate. Yeah. And very invasive. It wasn't even somebody that I knew. It was very obvious what was happening. Yeah. And that was compounding an already difficult moment. Mm-hmm. And that was somebody in our community, in the small business world. And that was, it broke something inside me. I didn't want to go back in. We went outside. But... I think that experience fundamentally changed something for me about how I will choose to interact with the small business world moving forward. It's very difficult. I don't ever want to contribute to that. To say that that's not going to happen at an event, that cannot be promised. No, and I wouldn't expect it. Um, Well, I would hope that everybody has the decency to be a fucking human being, but... Clearly, we're not all human beings, so. I think for me, it broke something, but it also, it also challenged me to take back my own voice. (laughs) The sweatshirt says it all. Mm -hmm. Which, that sweatshirt was not, I, the video, the original video that I had made, um, I said, why is your support not louder than your disrespect? And so we twisted it. We didn't even twist it. It was born out of support from friends who knew what was happening that week. And they were like, well, make it on, put it on a sweatshirt. And the yeah. thing is, is my support will always be louder than the disrespect. Trigger warning for those of you who... Uh, struggle with these things. I'm going to talk briefly about an eating disorder and self-harm. Um, my therapist asked me, now I've been in recovery for self-harm for a, a long time. I think the last time there was a significant relapse was, um, well, it'll be four, three years now. Was it three years? It was three years ago. When we, it was right around after we moved. Is it four? No, it was three. Moved here. Oh, yeah. There was that, When you were here alone. Yeah, okay. Literally alone with no support. Getting harassed on social media. Yeah, because of uh, other circumstances. Yeah, so two years ago. 
Um, but my therapist asked me if she thought, if I thought it was possible that I let people treat me so badly as a form of self-harm. And we were talking about some very specific circumstances. Um, and it's about like friends, letting friends take advantage of and especially mental and emotional, mm-hmm. which if you think about it, I was, I took it a step further and I went, I think I do that with my social media. Like, um, my for you page in January became a lot of diet culture, which triggered, uh, my health problems covered up a eating disorder relapse around the same time. And I was going through something with a friend where I was letting a friend really hurt me because I didn't want to deal with it. I was afraid of various things, but really when you get down to it, there was an element where I was just using it as a way to, to self-harm. And that is something I could probably painfully admit I allowed with the small business community too. You can see that. Continuing to associate with people for various reasons. Yeah. Or... Because you saw it as Or trying to. And getting, you know, not fitting in. Being the puzzle piece that doesn't belong. Yeah. So we're changing that. At the end of the day... The only thing that you guys need to know is we have a good time. Yeah. And just because we choose not to talk about something doesn't mean we're afraid of you or we're worried about it or we're ashamed. And it has everything to do with not giving people a platform when they don't deserve it. Being the bigger person. It's hard to be the bigger person. I'm 5'2". It's what step stools are for. They ma- we have a ladder in the closet. You could be the bigger person. He's so mean to me. All right, let's roll the tape. I'm Becca. I'm Nick. Together we are Chaos and Chill. I bring the chaos. I bring the chill. Thanks for getting it right, baby. And uh, we own Advancing Aiden. And this is our behind-the-scenes podcast. This is episode two. Uh... We don't really have an explanation for why we are the way we are, and it just is what it is. This podcast is coming out on Friday, the day before the live event in Tulsa, Oklahoma. In case anybody was wondering, we're going because Laura and Levi from Crystal School Bling are going to be there, and they aren't my besties. It's the only reason. No. That is... Don't say shit like that. I realize that the title of this podcast is... kidding. Let's get the messy shit out of the way, but there's... There's three reasons we're going. Yeah. Would you guys like to hear the three reasons about why we're going? Why are you going? I would like to hear the three reasons. Okay. Why are you going? To support Levi. <laughs> Not even Lord, <laughs> just Levi. Just Levi. That, well, that actually... It's, it's both of them. It, that brings one of the questions. This question has been written in comments on my Instagram and on my TikTok. And it's one of the messiest questions that we've gotten. Nick... The gremlins would like to know, does it bother you that Levi hits on you? On me? Yes. No. No? No. Do you have a message for Levi? Would you like to share with the class? I love you. I forget. I think it's a song. It might be a quote. But uh, it goes something like, she dances with all the guys in the bar, but at the end of the night, she's coming home with you. That's kind of my philosophy on it. (laughs) Glad we got that all out of the way, uh, considering I just posted a video last week saying that I was excited to sit on Levi's lap next week. Nick is going to ask his first question. Well, um, since we're talking about 
online things. Yeah. Um, what has been your strangest interaction? My strangest interaction? Yes. My strangest interaction either has to be the woman who told me that I had fetal alcohol syndrome because I didn't reply. I didn't understand. No, no, no. The lady who told me I had fetal alcohol syndrome and that we looked like siblings because I didn't know why she was calling me an avatar. That was a funny ex experience. And by the way, uh, I really was unhappy about the whole fetal alcohol syndrome comment. That was pretty fucking terrible. There's that one. The strangest experience. No, I don't even think I've told you this yet. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, so maybe. <laughs> Two weeks ago, uh, it was on Friday, I was going out to my team telling them to go home early because I'm a nice boss. Not and say I'm a nice boss! <laughs> yes, dear. And <laughs> we, were, we were talking about something, and for whatever reason, <laughs> they told me, they were like, you look really familiar. And we were talking about something else, and we were having a trauma off about... <clears throat> a trauma off. A trauma off. Oh trauma, not drama. Yeah, that's what I said. Trauma um, off. A trauma off. Oh, it was because we were talking about uh, Reliant K's song "Mood Rings," which is a very hold, please. You can't do that. Nope. Oh, after the podcast. After the podcast, you. you I am not getting slapped in the face with a copyright on episode two. No, thank you. <laughs> so anyway, they were like, "You look really familiar." We were talking about, it, and then all of a sudden they go. You lost your shit about Mount Rushmore, didn't you? And I was like, um, no. That's my weirdest interaction. Somebody got hired at my job. And recognized you? From, from a series that's no longer on my page that I went viral for two years ago. It's the local stuff. The local, no, like, they saw it two years ago and remembered me. That's my weirdest experience. Next question. Who's your favorite? Creator. Who's my favorite Any? creator? Shit, dude. That's an unfair question. Who's my favorite? Mm-hmm. You're trying to start beef on the internet. No, there's a we'll ask about beef in a minute. No beef here. No beef here. I don't think I have favorite creators, but... And to be fair, I don't get on social media and really search out creators. Um... If I had to say, um... <clears throat> let the algorithm bring them to you? Yeah. Actually. It's very weird. I can actually answer who my favorite creator is. Yeah. I follow two separate accounts. One is just Excel tips. <laughs> How to make office life easier? No, it's like all the form. It's so cool. The other one is this girl who only does OneNote tip. One, or, uh, that does, yeah, OneNote notebook tips. Those are my two favorite creators, and they have been my favorite creators for months now. There you go. I didn't get in trouble. Look at that. I just want to point out that I think it's funny because it's <clears throat> office supply related. Why do you think that's funny? Because you love office supplies. I have emotional support office supplies. Get, Fight me. Getting away from it to an app that has... Like, I don't even know. I want to say millions of other things to watch. They're really cool, okay? I have another question what? for you. Do you hate when I do reviews, and do you think that I post shit on the internet that I shouldn't? Do I think... Well, let's, let's break that apart. Do I hate when you do reviews? 
I don't hate that you do reviews. It does open you up to all of the troglodytes on the internet, though. The what? The, the troglodytes. That's going to be a hard word for me to caption, but keep... Uh, yeah, so I would say my biggest... I don't. I think reviews are necessary. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary part of being a consumer. Um, I don't buy anything on Amazon without looking through at least 100 reviews to make sure that it's a verifiable item. And I don't just look at the best rated because half of those are crap anyway. Yeah, I pop my elbows, okay? So it doesn't bother you that I post reviews on the internet? No. Okay. But I do not like the people who seem to have an issue with reviewing things. Um... And sometimes I've had things that say, like, if you follow the instructions. I really want to peel all of these off and then set them all, like, right underneath that and redo them all because it bothers me that these aren't. Okay, never mind. Back is back. Yep. Okay. Sorry. So, like, I've bought things before and they say. So, they're all even because it's really bothering me. Okay, now I'm done. It'd be like, do this, put this here, do that. Mm. But then you look at the reviews and they're like, oh, well, the screws in this kit are terrible, so go buy your own. Or, hey, these steps are out of order. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the people who make them fix them, sometimes they don't because it's made in China and shipped through Amazon. Fair. Okay. they don't care. Um, So is it okay if I do more reviews? Because people are asking me if I will do more reviews. It actually was super sweet. There was a comment on my review for Jessica Flynn. There were actually a lot of comments where they were like, you know, I only trust your reviews. I love yeah. your reviews. Um, and that's because my reviews are always honest. There isn't anything that I could say that Jessica Flynn could do better. I know that I her name is Jess or Jessica. I don't know why I'm calling her Jessica Flynn. I don't know. Off the tongue. It does. Um, the only thing, the only, and I'm, the reason I'm looking up is I'm looking up at the epoxy. The only thing that, like, I had feedback for was I struggled to find her SDS sheets. Yeah. The buying experience was great. So far, the epoxies have performed great. I mean, it's epoxy. It's not like anything, like, they're, I don't well, know. And even when you brought that up, she, I think she emailed it to you. Or she did. She, like, threw it right at you. Like, here, take it. <laughs> like, it wasn't, there was no fighting. Like, oh, you don't need no. that. Why do you want it? Like, she was, who cares? That was my first interaction with her. She sent me the email, and I said this, I told the story on the live, but, um... So my virtual assistant texted me and she's like, hey, Jessica Flynn emailed you. And it was Mm -hmm. after the live where I had unboxed it. I was like, I literally thought I was going to pee my pants. I was so terrified. I was like, I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking at it. You can't make me. I don't want to know. I was like, oh my God, I have now pissed off like the epoxy God. Um, I'm going to go crawl in a hole and die. And she's like, do you want me to read it to you? Like, do you want me to tell you what's in it? And I was like, no, I don't want to know anything about it. Remember? Just let her read it to you. Give, Give me the high notes. Um, if and there's any nasty details, leave them out. Right. Uh, spoiler, there was none. It was the sweetest email. I had never interacted with her. She probably doesn't know me from Adam. Like, we've probably talked, like, we've probably exchanged 30 messages total. Mm-hmm. And most of them were because my video couldn't get sent in one clip, so I had to, like, clip it down. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, that was all before this. This was the, she reached out to me first. She went to my website, found my contact information, sent it to me, sent me the SDS. It was a super sweet message. She was like, you know, thanks for for trying us. Here's you know, you're right. Here's the SDS, so you don't have to ask for it. It was super kind. We emailed back and forth a few times. Um, that was like fantastic customer service. Yeah. Above and beyond, I think the feedback that I gave her was, you know, if you just put it right in the description. I was like, I, I went directly to the, or no, I went to the FAQ page. I don't fucking remember. It was a while ago, you guys. Uh, but for whatever reason, I couldn't find it when I was looking for it. Um, and it wasn't in where I naturally went to, to look for it. And yeah. so she was super positive. I was like, don't post them just because I, I asked for it. Like, you don't need to take my advice. I'm one person on the internet. Yeah. And what did I say in the review? Why should you listen to me? You shouldn't. This is the internet. Um, so that was it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see anything wrong with reviews as long as they are honest and there is no ill intent behind it. Find another reason. You you asked one of yours. I asked the last one. Okay, trolls. <laughs> Since we're talking about trolls. the internet, we grew our business on the internet. So why interact? Why engage? Because I, I would just ignore them because, again, I don't have time for it. I do, for the most part. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is I have some heavy fucking filtering in the comments. TikTok has a feature where you can block specific words mm -hmm. or phrases. Yeah. And I have a lot blocked. A lot. I know. I've seen them. Um, so I do keep those pretty heavily filtered. Um, and I don't really engage. There's a bunch of bullshit that happens on the internet. And that I do filter out. Our ideal customer is anybody who is snarky, sarcastic, lo loves office supplies, loves to give gifts, like, has doesn't take life too fucking seriously. And might be a crafter and might like glitter. Um, so I wouldn't... <laughs> you might just want a coffee cup to drink out of then that's kind of snarky yeah um Fine. cool like i am that's why i clap back at the karens because it does fit with the brand it is within what i would normally do it is a marketing technique i don't do it often because i don't want the page to have that much content that's like that well, but yeah, if it's egregious enough problem. if it's egregious enough then i'll do it um, but for the most part, I kind of just leave it alone, which brings me to well, before, less... you, before you get there, that's the problem with, uh, so yes, people enjoy the drama, but mm -hmm. when that is your sole content or I would, uh, maybe not, that's, maybe that's not your only content, but that's the majority of your content. Uh, when the drama dries up, so do you. And so I'll... then when you go to post another video, that's not drama related, people are like, yeah, cool. Like, exactly. And it's not very well received. <clears throat> and I, I, that could be true for the reviews as well. If you do too many reviews, then mm -hmm. people only want the reviews. Yep. And they don't want anything else. So yes. then you've kind of worked yourself into this... Pigeonhole. Yeah, pigeonhole niche. Yep. And if you're not doing that thing that people like, well then why are you even posting? Like, You know what I mean? Exactly. Which brings me to... Last last year, we got a video that went over a million views in a very short amount of time because I clapped back at a Karen. And in the comments, in the comments of that video, 
a bunch of people were super concerned that you were married to me. And they were like, oh my God, we need to save this man. He needs to divorce his wife. Which brings me to the popular question. Um, is it true I forced you to do all of this and that you are actually kept in a crate in the basement? <laughs> and uh, you actually want to divorce me, but I won't let you. I actually live under the stairs. Okay, could you, could you please not say shit like that? <laughs> I'm kidding. Jeez. I think everybody knows I'm kidding. But is it true that you are forced into this, that you don't want to do this, and that you are not happy? I mean, be honest. Forced into the business? Yeah. I mean, for example, and I'll tell on myself, yesterday while I was trying to edit everything, I about, I did not take my Adderall yesterday because I took yesterday off. And well, you tried. Okay, yeah. I won't say you did. You tried yes. to take yesterday off, and it didn't happen. Shh. My coworkers know where to find me on the internet, okay? I know. I got super crabby with you, and mm -hmm. I I couldn't... There was something wrong with my Adobe subscriptions, and I couldn't figure out what I needed to do to edit the podcast, how I wanted it done, and uh, you came in, and you were like, hey, you know, can I help you? And I yelled at you and told you to get, to get out. What did you say to me? You, you don't have to tell them if you don't want to, but... Well, I told you to take your meds. Maybe not in that tone, but that was... You want to tell them how? how more or less, I said... I said something along the lines of take your meds. It was mean. And then I lost my shit more. Well, it more. wasn't intended to be mean. No, I know. I know. But um, that's like the true, like, we get tired. We get stressed. We snap at each other. Like, yes, we interact well on the internet. Duh, it's the internet. We can edit it. Like, I'd like to show you the side of me that I want you to see. Everybody does. Not the other side of me that... I like to see the other side of you that the internet doesn't get to see. That's fine. Yeah. I don't care. Can I don't mind that. Yeah? <laughs> so people think I'm just snarky, but I can be... My coworkers think you're really sweet. Oh, I can be a monster. That's actually a well, different question. Have you ever wanted to hulk out uh, about what's happened to me on social media? Yes, many times. The question was, is it true I forced you to do all of this? I wouldn't say forced. We talk... A lot. And I, I don't really see why people... I understand personal experience is different, but people seem to think that we don't communicate. <laughs> it just happens, and one side or the other is just has to go along with it. You... So, like, like you said we want to start a business, and mm -hmm. kind of, we kind of talked about it. Mm -hmm. and we worked through the details together. And then... I don't remember how long after it was like the glitter, right? Yep. I won't say I was forced. I mean, I could have let you do it. I could have let you do this whole thing by yourself, right? I gave you the choice. I Well, when we reopened, I said if we were going to reopen that you had to have a much larger role. And yes. that if you wanted to do that, and I was truly fine either way. I told you that. Mm -hmm. I said, I want to do this, but I'm going to be fine if we don't. Yeah. And we decided together to do it. So is your answer no, I didn't force you into it? Well, yeah. You didn't force me. At no point did you say, like, you have to do this with me. Okay. So this is, this gets asked all the time. And I'm going to phrase it in a different way because I'm not going to give people, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to put your name on my podcast. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. No thanks. Don't like that.
People are like, Dia, beef with so-and-so on the internet or so-and-so on TikTok. Why don't you follow so-and-so anymore? Why don't you comment on so-and-so's shit anymore? Um, and so I rephrased the question because I'm not going to be like, so-and-so wants to know why you don't like Jim Bob um, or whatever. Uh, so I rephrased it to, do you have beef with anyone on TikTok? I guess that depends on your definition of beef. My definition of beef is, like, we have this mutual dislike for each other, mm -hmm. and we vocalize and make, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People are making videos back and forth, and oh, I'm going to talk about you, and you're going to talk about, like, yeah, no. So you would not make content about anybody you did not like on the internet? No. Nope. Okay. Are there people you don't like on the internet? Oh, funny. What makes me block people? It could be how you treat people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really f trust other people to form opinions for me. Like, oh, True. this person's terrible. But True. my interaction with you might be totally different. Mm-hmm. Ooh, now, if me... I see you treating people poorly, just for the sake of treating people poorly, then I have a big problem with that. Now, if you say this person's an asshole, and I've seen them be an asshole, and like, yeah, they're an asshole, depending on how egregious of an asshole you've been, I may not associate with you anymore, but people call me an asshole, and I don't care. I've had friends... Where, well, I've had, like, groups of friends that may not necessarily associate with each other. Mm -hmm. But this one group says, oh, they're a bunch of assholes. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's why I hang out with them. You ain't wrong, dude. And that depends on, like, what they've said or how they are as people. And there are definitely people who kind of rub me the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And I just avoid them. You can ask your last question. What is your latest beef? What is my latest beef? Oh, Jesus. Do you have beef with anybody? I do. Okay. I have beef with the, in the entire graph community. Um, because they won't stop beefing? No, it's not that. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Um... What is so motherfucking clear to me is that while I don't believe, I'm going to think about this real carefully, Choose and I'm going to say this the right way, Yeah. choosing my words wisely, I believe that there are people in almost any community that are self-obsessed and evil enough to intentionally trigger unhealthy, mentally unwell people into making themselves look like fools on the internet so that they can look like the good person and get all the views, clicks, and likes. And I think that that's some disgusting-ass bullshit. Baiting them? Yes. Because you know that you know what buttons to push yes. to get the reaction. Yes, and I think that that's some toxic-ass bullshit. And I do not stand for that shit. It's pretty fucking clear that you guys are doing that shit. And I don't agree with it. It is preying on people's poor mental health. Do I have beef? No. 
But do I have some real strong opinions about what I've been seeing going on in the craft community? Yeah, I fucking do. And what I have to say to the craft community is, you know that these people do this. You've seen them do it often enough. If you are ever in that position, just don't say anything. Like, I know that that is so fucking hard. Believe me, you know that it's hard. You've seen me go through it. And while people disagree with how I've handled things on the internet, I actually don't feel that I have made a video that I still to this day do not stand behind. And the one thing that I can encourage people to do is take a beat. You don't have to reply to everything. You don't have to reply to everything. You can be strong, you can be sassy, you can be all of those things, and you can still be professional, but don't play into their game because that's exactly what they want, and you give them what they want, and if you stop doing that, they will leave you alone. For example, I did not give them the drama, and they dropped me in a second. I didn't need them anyway, but it, it just well, proves the point. They'll hit the dry spell and move on. Exactly. They'll find somebody who will do it. And if we all just stop doing it, they'll stop having a platform. Well, they'll just have to shift to something else. Good luck with that because they're all boring, have zero talent and no personality. So all they have is drama. That's why they do it. Just say that you have no personality, your content sucks, and you don't know how to, how to engage with people. And, and then just say that. Anyway. I'm just saying. People wanted a messy episode. People wanted me to bring it up. Is there anything messy that I forgot about? Well, I realize that nobody's going to see this until we're in the thick of it. Are you worried about that? Yes. Why? Just because. They're going to all be too busy to watch it. Well, my only hope. I don't have to drop it. That's no, fine. All right. Messy bullshit aside, I'm super excited to go to the live stream event next week. Again. I am. Cautiously optimistic. You're cautiously optimistic. I'm lying, actually. I'm not fucking excited at all. I'm really excited to see Laura and Levi. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. Meet a couple of people. Yep. But otherwise, just gonna kind of be there. Yeah. I'm nervous about the event. Let's set the record super straight. We're, we're going to the live stream event. Because Laura and Levi asked us to go to support them. And we said, bet, motherfucker. And then we are excited but nervous to meet Jessica Flynn. Well, because Laura and Levi were the only... Well, Laura and Levi and Megan are the only people within the craft community that we've met in person. That's not true, but you know what I mean. Like, Yeah. Like, Rachel's come to visit. Yep. Um, Most of the people that I've met from the internet turn out to be a fucking psychotic. Well, yeah. The few of you that aren't, though... Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> the few we love you. We do. I don't. I don't mind a little crazy, like everybody's crazy in their own way. Yes. But we have met some pretty wild characters. We have. That is not ever going to be an episode because I have no. zero desire to do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm sure there's somebody out there that says you shouldn't be on the internet, or me. Oh, there's tons of people that think I shouldn't be on the internet. Anything else? Questions, comments, concerns, complaints, gripes. That's how I end every staff meeting at work. Uh, The golden rule, and grow up. Treat others as you want to be treated, and grow up. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I'm Becca, this is Nick. We own Advancing Aid, and this has been Chaos and Chill. See you guys in Tulsa. Catch y'all later. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.
So basically, talking about all the messy shit, you guys saw it. It wasn't that big of a deal. It's nothing to be nervous about. We were just having a good time. I, and I had fun. I did have fun. fun. The the big takeaways, Laura and Levi and Crystal mm-hmm. Skobling. Yeah. And burnout is real. Those are the two takeaways that I have for this episode for you guys. We're going to drop another episode. We're going to talk about burnout. That's going to be the next episode that will come out like normal on Saturday. Try to get back to a routine schedule. Yeah. Whatever the hell that is. <laughs> we don't do routine around here, baby. The I have schedule ADHD. is whenever it drops. The schedule is whenever it drops. A lot of it came down to I was so burned out I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know what to do. And we're going to talk about burnout in the next episode. So... Uh, that'll be a shorter one. That'll be about 15, 20 minutes. That'll come out this week too. Um, we're actually going to film it right after this one, but we wanted to take a minute and let you guys know what had happened and why the episode didn't come out. Um, we also didn't, we had filmed vlog content mm-hmm. and we just didn't want to post it. Um, it got complicated. It got complicated. It became, I don't want to say political, but that's pretty much how it felt. Yeah. Like you were playing the small business politics. Baby, do I play politics? No, I don't. Do I? No. No. Well, I'm saying I don't either. I don't either. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not good at it. I'll admit it. There's the drama. There's the mess. That's all we're gonna say about it because honestly, it doesn't fucking matter. But we are going to another conference. June. June, June, June 24th and 25th, we're going to Cuppin' and Crafton with Telebox, and I'm actually going to teach, and I cannot emphasize enough how excited I am. We are uh, doing a girls' trip in April, where I'm going to head down and see Laura and Sarah and Lindsay mm-hmm. from Telebox, and... Misha's going, yeah. Misha is going. Misha is actually going to come here. Is she? Yep, she's going to come for... Wow. When they go? No, for women, for the for the girls' weekend, she's gonna come here. I haven't I actually haven't. Hey, Nick is hearing this for the first time. What are you talking about? Uh, so I talked with Misha. We were planning the trip over the weekend, and uh, she was like, "Well, where do I fly into?" And I was like, "Well, you could fly into Minneapolis and drive down with me, and then fly back out, or she could fly out of yep. Minneapolis or yeah, out of so down there. out of down there. But so she's gonna come in up here a day or two earlier, okay. get to meet the babies." And we are going to release, it's my very first collab. We are going to collab on a limited edition gremlin box. We're working together on the design. She's going to custom mix the glitter. She gets to do her own. She gets to play with the glitter wall. She gets to play with the glitter wall. And we're really, really excited about it. Because the one thing that I can tell you guys is I'm just not, I'm like the pop-up book from hell. We are not going away. But we're going to elevate some other voices, and we're going to elevate some other businesses, and we're going to partner, and we're going to continue to build each other, and that's what I took away from that trip. Yeah. It's not... At the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about the people who make you you. You know? Yeah. Because you wouldn't be here without other people. Correct. Well, not you, but the collective you. Like, if you have a business, you would not be here. Or where you are without the people behind you. Correct. And when you burn those bridges, be man, baby. Be friends or enemies. Be it friends or enemies. The reasons to keep going. 
the reasons to keep going. I'm a spiteful, petty person, honey. I'm just an asshole. <laughs> and on that note, this has been Chaos and Chill. Thanks for putting up with us. I'm looking forward to getting this one out. And I hope you guys will come back in a couple days for Burnout Breakdown. Okay, bye. Thank you.